When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cut to the chase with Laura Curran on 77 WABC. Welcome back to Cut to the Chase on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I am Laura Curran. And are you a betting kind of person? We were talking about TikTok addiction, but there actually, there was a big story in Newsday today about uh, widening gambling addiction. Uh, nationwide, it's estimated that about 2% of adults have a gambling addiction and college students have a bigger gambling addiction. A lot of it is thanks to the casino in your back pocket, your cell phone, mobile, mobile devices, being able, uh, to do sports betting. So, uh, we're going to talk about actually brick and mortar gambling and casinos over the next couple of minutes with my guest, uh, city and state reporter, Annie McDonough. Annie, welcome to Cut to the Chase. While we get Annie on the line, um, I wanted to let you, dear listener, know that there are 12 big casino companies working with developers and other organizations to bid. There, so there's 12 of these groups bidding on what will be three casino licenses in downstate. So there are the upstate casino licenses. There are four of them. In a couple of years, we'll have three down here. Um, and someone who's been covering this and did a whole – there was a whole issue of city and state devoted to this Hunger Games of casinos. And Annie McDonough had a few of those stories in there. Annie, welcome to Cut to the Chase. I think we got you now. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing great. So uh, these if, what these downstate casinos could generate $2 billion a year in revenue. Uh, that's a lot of money. And so we see these companies like Wins, Bally, Sands, uh, MGM, all of these spending millions of dollars to have the opportunity to bid for these three downstate licenses. Do, do you see it as a bit of a Hunger Games and they're all just trying to spend as much money and paper, paper the town as much as they can to win these licenses? Yeah, yeah it's an interesting way to put it. Um, I think, you know, it is. A, a bet for each of these companies. There are about 12 uh, confirmed or rumored uh, proposals in the works. And as you say, there are only three downstate licenses. Two of those, um, you know, insiders expect to go to two existing racinos. So um, there's Right, so that's really Yonkers, that Yonkers and Aqueduct. That's right. That's right. That's right. So those um, would have fewer hoops to jump through, I, I believe, um, to be able to expand into uh, full casinos. So we might be talking about really one downstate license that all these uh, competitors are vying for. Uh, they're spending a lot, hoping that they're going to get a big payoff. And, and we've got um, a, a long but hopefully exciting process to see how that plays out. Well, there's certainly a lot of money to be made, as I mentioned, about $2, million, $2 billion a year in revenue. Um, and we look at the money that's being made in mobile sports betting with its first year, uh, $16 billion with a B wagered. That's $706 million in taxes and uh, more than was expected. So, you know, by the way, I'm speaking with Annie McDonough, a reporter from City and State, uh, talking about the downstate hunger games of casinos. 
Are you hearing from communities? For instance, in Midtown Manhattan, there are five potential bids just within walking distance of each other in Midtown Manhattan. What kind of pushback are communities giving these projects? Yes, yeah, so we are sort of at the beginning phase of that, it feels like, where we are starting to see some community boards, some individual groups uh, speak up. In Manhattan alone, um, three community boards have approved resolutions that oppose either a casino in their specific uh, area or a specific proposal that's already come out so far. So they've been citing concerns like uh, risk of increased crime, uh, a risk of problem gambling, as you mentioned, uh, higher congestion and traffic, as well as just a lost opportunity to use some of uh, this vacant space for other purposes like housing and green space. Several of these bids include housing and green space, um, trying to sort of already um, address those concerns, but but certainly we've seen some pushback already and we're likely to see a lot more. Yeah, and that's why you see $7.2 million being spent on lobbyists in the past 14 months. Uh, that uh, that $7.2 million, by the way, does not include PR, political consultants, strategizing, uh, advertising, all of that. Uh you have Steve Cohen, actually. So there's a potential bid up by City Field at Willits Point in Queens. So Steve Cohen has reportedly uh, hired seven lobbying firms, but he's also not forgetting the community piece. He's had visioning workshops with as many as a thousand people from the community taking part. That's right. That's right. And that's um, political reported that a few weeks back, just how much has been um, spent on lobbying, again, not including the, the other kinds of figures like uh, consulting and PR. Um, but you do get, get a sense from these um, these developers and, and gambling companies that they're just they're aware of just how important the community approval aspect is to this process. Um, those Queen's visioning sessions that you mentioned um one person compared those uh, to me as as the opposite of what we saw happen with HQ2, where there really wasn't. Yeah, um, this is the Amazon thing that went belly up in Long Island City. That's right. That's right. And and there wasn't that kind of community outreach. Um, the CEO of the Queen's Chamber of Commerce, uh, Tom Greck, said that this, that what Steve Cohen is doing is the opposite of HQ2. Take it with a grain of salt, um, but but well, you know it is. You know if that that was such a, a an utter failure losing that uh, Amazon headquarters that broke my heart because as county exec in Long Island, I knew we were going to get a lot of jobs, a lot of mm-hmm. people coming to live on Long Island. You know, it would be really good for our economy, good for economic development. So, if something good <laughs> can come out of it, uh, and people have learned their lessons that you do have to engage with the community, that's 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 not maybe there's a silver lining there. Right. Right. So, uh, Annie McDonough from City and State, I want to thank you so much. Uh, if you want to know more about these, this Hunger Games and all of the different projects, so we, there's one out in, in Nassau County, Las Vegas Sands is working with the community hard. They've hired up all the uh, consultants out on Long Island to get that one approved. We'll see what happens there. But there are, as I said, Twelve of them. Um, we talk. I talk about that on my podcast, which comes up tomorrow on Cut to the Chase Extra, with Annie McDonough and with Justin Sondell, a freelance reporter who also contributed to the city and state issue all about casinos. So, Annie, I want to thank you so much for joining me. And uh, everyone, download that podcast. I think you'll find it very interesting, and you'll see if there's one slated potentially for your community. Thanks very much. You got it. All right. So. Uh, we're going to take a short break. I'm going to be back with your calls. TikTok, housing, 
casinos. We'll talk about it all on Cut to the Chase after the break. 